0: Ladies and gentlemen, to yet another episode of the Three Wise Guys podcast. It's your boy Aria. I'm here with Luke, and I'm here with the Lockbow, and we got another banger for you guys. You know, welcome, boys. How yeah? How's everyone doing?
1: I'm chilling. A little bit stressed, you know. I'm moving. That's never a fun, you know, mm-hmm. process. But other than that, decent, decent. Tell everyone where you're at right now. Well, well, ladies and gentlemen, I've been talking about Toronto a lot these couple episodes. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I am back in Ottawa. <laughs> I am back Ooh. in Ottawa. I in was here till, Yeah, the 613. I still got a 613 number. I think I'm keeping that. I, I don't know. Just, you yeah, want to we'll keep the 613 number? Why not? Okay. Why the fuck
0: not? Why change <laughs> <Okay>. my <number? laughs> Did you change your
1: number when you moved to Ottawa? No, because I have a 416 number. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Are you bringing classism into numbers? <laughs> <laughs> into four numbers? Is this <laughs> where you're going to? Luke, That's, what, what is eight, your phone number? Uh, is like six four seven? Six or? four seven, yeah. So, so Aria, please educate me. What, what what class does that belong to?
0: Okay, six four seven is the New Age Toronto. Oh, okay. New age. All right. 416 is more OG. 647 is like right back there, too. You know, 647, there's a lot of them. The new ones are 282 or something like that, I think. There's like one more, but like no one has that one yet. So I don't know. We'll see. Hmm. We'll see. 905 got phased out, too. 905 is just like old now. Home phone. That was like a thing. Yeah, 905. Nine oh five was like the OG like rest of the GTA outside of like Toronto. Like all of the home numbers were just nine oh five. So it's like mm-hmm. Oakville's nine oh five, Mississauga's nine oh five, Brampton's nine oh
1: five, all of them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's a quick little so back. And really six one three falling on this hierarchy. I guess you never got to that.
0: Oh, it's like it doesn't even make the list. Hmm. I see. Well, <laughs> Don't even make the list. Wow. <laughs> yeah, well, well I'm, I'm, I'm hey, rocking. you know, six one three, six one three is not bad. You know, I like six one three because it stands out. You know, it's like you say six one three, and it's like there's only one place that could be. Yeah.
1: It's like, that's, I remember. <laughs> I remember when I agree. Slight detour from this, but that's what a podcast is anyway. Uh, when I heard like Drake called Toronto the six because of the numbers, and I was like, so what's the number? And they were like four one six, and I was like, What? Yeah, it
0: should have definitely been the four, you know, like cause it's like six four seven, four one six, you know, type of thing. Like I Again, get it. What? <laughs> it doesn't really matter. I guess you know, I don't right. I never really like okay, I don't know about you guys, but I never really like that nickname either. I feel like it just doesn't roll off the tongue that well. I feel like it's forced. Six? it's a bit forced. Luke. I mean the six over the four one six. Actually, I'd rather the formula I like the full area code. Every literally every single pop and spot you go to in the States, you know, the slang is always the full area code.
2: Wait, what? No,
0: no, it isn't. Oh, in the States. Yeah. It, oh, my bad, my bad. Yeah. Well, like, because like, that's why I'm assuming this kind of slang and this kind of like annotation. Everyone in Toronto
1: is you. like a bootleg New Yorker, okay? Like, that's, that's all they fucking think about. Right? Honestly, so bro,
2: you 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 experience. can't really compare this, man, because like and I've been telling Arya this, but like ever since we've been in Brooklyn, like Brooklyn and like like New York and Toronto are not like, like at all. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't no. really be comparing the two, bro. I think they're just like oh, because like Canada and U.S. are friends and shit. I'm like, I guess Toronto is the biggest like metropolis in the U.S. like in the Canada, so like that's Expand. where they make that comparison. But bro, like bro, the what, the, is, the what is so different. different? The vibe here is. I, and I've t- and I've said this to Aria as well. Is is it's more akin to Shanghai than Toronto, to be honest. Because uh-huh. number one, it's much grittier. Um, so like not to like this, but like straight up, like you if you come here, like you're gonna appreciate how clean Toronto is for a fucking yeah. fact. Like it is like it's not filthy here, but like it's not it's not Toronto. Um, yeah, I mean, and I would Chinatown say
0: Chinatown was pretty filthy.
2: Yeah, China, I mean, is yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Not yeah. the
0: restaurants themselves, but the streets.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, bro, like yeah. come garbage day, like uh, nowadays, like, yeah, it's, it's pretty fucking gross, man. Like, I don't know if anyone can deny that shit.
1: Now, I'm with you. I remember, like, I've been to Manhattan. I went to JFK. I've been in the train stations. It's all disgusting. I think it's a feature, not a bug of, like, It's, it's not all
0: disgusting.
1: I'll be honest with you.
0: There's a few stations they they upkeep it nice, you know what I mean? Like, if you go to the streets, like, uh, like downtown... Those are really nice. You know, like uh, the further you go uptown, it's like, okay, so yeah, it's a bit more. Um, and then, okay, you know, so like, yeah, if you head into, you head into Brooklyn, you know, it's like a little, but definitely um,
1: Toronto is. Sorry, Toronto is cleaner. cleaner. I'm sorry. I'm bugging. It's what cleaner. else? What other big differences, Luke? <sighs> I don't know. Like,
2: okay. It's, it's yeah. So, okay. Uh, well, Talk I mean,
1: demographics a little bit. Let's see.
2: First of, well, of all, I, I need. I, sorry, go, go, go. i was just gonna say Arya, you're fucking rude like first of all last time i checked my name is luke not you but (laughs) on, on the demographic front i feel like it's it's like you would have to say canada is more similar just because you know like china's not multicultural at all but i think in the sense of the differences in social classes like it's more apparent here like (laughs) <laughs> why are you laughing bro because I, I, I more or less mean that by like you know how it's like in toronto i, I don't know like you, you're walking around and it's like most people just look pretty decently off sort of thing but like it's not necessarily the case here you know and it's like <laughs> <laughs> you, you know
0: what you know is the biggest thing that i noticed immediately what there's like <laughs> a fraction of a fraction of like the amount of brown people in New York versus like Toronto.
1: <laughs> so like a fraction of the brown. fraction.
0: I'm pretty sure like all of, or maybe this is just where we're living, but, you know, I'm pretty sure like the equivalent, you know, of like the brown demographic back home is like Puerto Ricans here. Cause there's a lot of Puerto Ricans here,
1: mm-hmm. Puerto
0: Ricans and Dominicans. And yeah. I love them all. Just putting that yeah. out there. I'm just making a comment <laughs> as to what oh, the difference is. <laughs>
1: Yeah, keep going though. Um, so, so oh, yeah. okay. So, not not as much brown people. A lot more Latinos. I mean, they're technically the brown nightlife. Well.
0: The nightlife is insanely better. Um,
1: first of all, like, like all... okay,
0: one thing. One thing about New York is like you come here if you have no plans, no nothing. There's always something to do. Mm. Always something to do. Um, like you know, to give you an example, like the first day that I arrived, like a few weeks ago, when I came for that one week. Um, Ari Lennox was playing at uh, at this like place called Prospect Park, um, and it's like it's just like this massive park. It's kind of like a High Park uh, equivalent. Bless you. It's kind of like a High Park equivalent of uh, for, just for New York, um, but basically like Ari Lennox had a free concert there. Oh yeah, it was free. Um, you just got, got a ticket, and you go wait in line, you know, and you just you're just able to get in. And she brought out like J Cole to the concert. And, you know, what the craziest thing is, I feel like if that happened in Toronto, I'd be really upset with myself because I missed it. But I went to like three different parties that night. So I actually wasn't missing anything. <laughs> it's like, there's always something to do. It's like, you don't feel like you, you have FOMO just because, you know, you like, you miss this one thing. Because like, down the street, there's like a comedy show or a jazz club or like an actual club. Um, bars just everywhere. Um you're never going to go somewhere and it's, like, completely dead-ass quiet. Unless, like, you know, you go into, like, one of the deeper boroughs and you just, like, you go down one of the side streets. Yeah, then it gets pretty quiet. But for the most part, you know, it's popping in, like, the very populated areas.
1: All right. That's... Toronto,
0: though, is like, it's just kind of, like, all you really got is, like, King Street. Maybe a few, but there and everything else is just, like, sporadically spread apart city.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Okay, I see you guys. You guys are giving me a thorough comparison here. <laughs> I'm learning. I'm like, okay, like I, I thought Toronto was a big city, and like everyone was just trying to be something Toronto, else, but Toronto seems is like big. Now, for they, they don't got it.
2: I'm Toronto's
0: big for what it is in Canada. I think.
2: I think that's an accurate statement. <laughs> that's a, that's an understatement, man. What yeah. do you mean, big like for Canada? It's the biggest in Canada? Team? Like, no. Like, is there a comparison? Okay. Hello
0: theres isn't, you're right, there is no, but it's just like to, like, if you haven't been outside the country, it's like, you're just like, oh, Toronto's like, Toronto's king, Toronto's this, Toronto's that. Realistically, though, like, you know, compare, like, and I've spoken to, I've never been to London, but I've spoken to a bunch of people who, who like, been to London. I asked them for like an honest comparison because I feel like a lot of people, they give London like this weird rap, you know, just for being, I don't know, like, crumpets and tea all the time or whatever that is right i guess just because they ne- they never been there's like there's some stereotype but uh um, everyone i've spoken to for example they're like yeah london is way more bustling way more popping much faster city um than toronto and it's like it's kind of true you know it's like you look at you can have some fun in toronto but i don't know man on the grand scheme of things it's actually like slow comparatively to the rest of the world it's very slow hmm. okay that's well, fair enough i don't know if any i don't know if luke you agree
2: yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't want to beat this topic to death, right? Like, I think the main the main thing here is everything is just a matter of comparison. Like, like New York versus Toronto. Like, you really can't compare it in the sense of like, you know, when I talk about like, oh, being able to go to a karaoke bar or like starting off at tequila bar and then going to X, Y, and Z. Um, New York is kind of like that, but exemplified and a little bit grittier. It's more uh, like more organic. It's a little bit more authentic, and things kind of just like happen. Um, Mm -hmm. but you know, if you compare Toronto to like Ottawa or even like a smaller city, like obviously then there's going to be way more to do in Toronto. Like, like for example, if you compare Toronto to maybe, like, I don't know what the scene is like in New Zealand, but I'm like, I'd be pretty confident that, you know, the nightlife in Toronto is better than like the nightlife in Auckland, even though Auckland's probably a Mecca in its own right, you know? Um, so yeah, like all, all this to say, like, yeah. But I I totally agree with Ari in the sense that like there's always shit to do. Like on Saturday, um, (laughs) Saturday, we went to to bottomless and this is an experience. Like, you know, like you always hear about bottomless in Toronto and shit. Like I've never been to bottomless in Toronto. And so you go and they just be like, you just, it's basically like, like a couple of different drinks and they just, you can drink as much as you want over a certain period of hours. And like we had this sneaking suspicion that like yo before we got there like they're probably just gonna give us three drinks total to save our money. I easily took down like twelve drinks. Like <laughs> I was, I told Aria when we left that place, I was like, bro, I have not been this fucked up in like the AM in a very long time. Like like the last time was probably panicking and It was like three PM. Yeah, it's like three PM at this point. Yeah, and <laughs> like, bro, we we went from like Bottomless, and then at one point we're all on, like, a,
1: "Regular
2: Yeah, like we, we went from Bottomless to like, oh, we got a tattoo before, and then we went to Bottomless, oh, and then this, we bro. fucking went to a Ferris wheel, I think, and then <laughs> that was a rip off We went that to Central Park, and Drunk then after going to Bottomless. Yeah, yeah.
1: So okay.
2: And then Luke. we went to Central Park, and then we, uh, and then you know, Luke pulled some shit and smashed, uh, smashed, two bottles of wine, and uh. Wait,
0: Luke, you have to wait. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Luke. You need to like tell this story like in detail.
2: See, this is okay.
0: Like, this, and here's this my detail. thing. This
2: isn't. This isn't a, even a good Luke drunk story. Like, but sure. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go, Like, whatever. What like, so Arya, you know, on some like on his regular shit, like. We're drinking these two bottles of wine. I think I just came back from playing with this lovely lady's dog. And he starts like Lady saying dog. dog. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I come back and he starts like basically instigating some shit. Like he's like, I bet you I can kick higher Simple than goal. you. So, hey, okay. Here's the thing. There's, a, there's one thing me and Ari don't agree on in this story, which is earlier I did actually kick a fucking thing out of his hand. He doesn't want to admit that happened. But so he kicked some shit out of my hand and I'm like, I don't need to do this again. Cause we already did this earlier. Again, Aria denies <laughs> that that earlier events happened, which I fucking think he's lying. It didn't, it didn't then, happen. It didn't, okay. Dead. Anyway, whatever. Well, I'm moving past yeah, you guys are kicking each other. So now <laughs> Aria is asking me to pick, kick like a fucking banana pudding from like Magnolia bakery off his fucking hand. And I wipe out, like I, I straight up fall my ass. Like, Bro, like my leg and my elbow still hurts like to this date. Like it's like, like, like there's some like internal bleeding or some shit going on. And yeah, I smashed both bottles of wine and that's what happened. I, 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 I wiped out. I, I was trying to do some dumb shit. There was a lot of ego involved. The ego was not fulfilled. And...
0: (laughs) (laughs) The best part was I started rolling on the floor laughing right after this happened. And then I just heard from a distance like this like cackling like people were laughing and then we look up and there's like this like lip like lifted area like these rocks like on top of a hill Mm -hmm. and there were these two people just standing there staring at us (laughs) laughing their asses so
1: i might be on tiktok
2: Uh, i might might be on tiktok on some shit but anyway that the reason i brought up the story is not for the story the reason is because after that day happened, you would think like it's done, you know, like the day is done, right? <laughs> like, at least that's what we're thinking. Like we're like, you know, we're gonna go back. We're uh, we're gonna, you know, just like watch some TV, have some drinks, and then Arias. So this all
1: happened like in daylight.
2: I would say that when this I when I wiped evening. out was around like five six p.m. and we started day drinking at around like 1, 45, I want to say. So yeah, like it was, it was an event, and then you know we get back. It was maybe seven, eight. Um, I think like, I think we maybe wanted to go out, but then we weren't sure, sort of thing. And then what ends up happening is, you know, we're just having a couple of light drinks. Oh, we definitely didn't want to go out. I think the vibe at that time was like we we're gonna like. You know, do some music shit? We almost did. We almost did. Remember we signed up for the
0: comedy show and mm. then we were like we didn't want to wait the 20 minutes before oh. like the show started. You're totally
2: right. Actually, we got back pretty late. Th- this was like almost 9 because I remember the mm. guy told us we couldn't go in until 9. It was like 8.30 when we started heading back. Got home at like 9.30 type shit and then our one of Ari's friends, she's like, oh, I'm coming to like, I'm coming to Brooklyn. Are you guys trying to go out? She's like, okay, fuck it. So... Anyway, she drags Arya and I out. To be honest, because like we're like dead. And then we, we go to this first bar. No, bar this says, is my question. Anytime <laughs> you tell me anything. Oh, is she hot? <laughs> <laughs> he's he's just knows like around. Around my friend. Yeah, he knows, I know I, why I, he's I, around I, I, me. I think, she, I think so. I think she's very good looking. Um, ah, ah, there she's there she's we beautiful. go. Anyway, we head to this first bar. <laughs> <and> it says <laughs> Black Lives Matter on the front. We go inside. They're playing one of the wackest songs I've ever heard in my life. It's like, I don't even know if it's music. It's just like sounds. And it's all white people, so we're like, cool. And all the lights were we- on. Too. Oh, all the lights were on. <laughs> we go to the next bar, they're blasting, like, bla- like, let me tell you, blasting fucking like Caribbean music. All white bikers. Like, like people wearing like leather vests with spikes on them. Like, we're talking like mullets, like rat tails. Like, I went to the bathroom, there was blood all over the toilet. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> Anyway, I come back from the bathroom and Sudhika says, like, oh, my friend's nearby. There's a rooftop party. So we end <laughs> up like going to a bodega, getting some white claws. Again, this is one of the reasons why I definitely think like this, this that's, that's elite. Like, bro, at that point, like, if you're out and there's no Lickbo nearby, and I think LCPO closed at like, what, nine? Like, latest. So it's like 11, 11. Okay. The one near my house literally closed at 9 p.m. So, like, we would be, we were, they even would have been done at that point. And then we end up going to this first rooftop party. When we got there, they, they tell us we're actually headed to a different rooftop party. Um says, like, friends, they end up being Ghanaian. I'm I'm very sorry if I mispronounced that. So anyway, I got roasted because I thought they were Nigerian. I was kind of drunk and like the accent sounded <laughs> <their accent's laughs> familiar. I'm just gonna be honest. They are, they are pretty familiar. And then well, then I, I told video. them that you know, like I'm sorry, like I had Nigerian roommates. I thought your accent was similar, and then they started attacking me because I said Nigerian jollof rice was very good. And then I remember uh, there's like a, beef, there's, a there's a there's a beef going on there. There and then, then we go to the second rooftop party. The, the music, music, was, music was great. Music, you know, you know, I have to, bro. Like, never had dining in like fucking rice. So I, I don't even have a frame of reference. But got to the yeah, second place, met a great. bunch of people. But all this <laughs> to say, this, this story dragged on way too long. Like, we started off with Luke wiping out in Central Park. The evening was over. We ended up going to two bars, two rooftop parties, and got home at like 3 a.m. So, yeah, like, that's the NYC thing, bro. I don't think that would have happened in Toronto type shit. Mm. Definitely
0: not. Definitely not. Mm. Everyone, everyone has a lock on their rooftops in the city. In Toronto, you can't just get up there. Yeah, probably. But we walked scary. in this one building. It had like two rooftops. Both doors are just open.
1: Wow, that is that is pretty different. Scary, but different.
2: What do you mean scary? <laughs>
0: Yeah, scary. just cause there's Ghanaians yeah. there, like that's scary.
2: <laughs> the beef is really that deep, he? Eh, no, it's not.
1: I'm actually like, if if whenever I go back to Nigeria in December, I'm trying to I'm trying to reach Ghana as well, man. They be they be partying. Like cultures are pretty similar. We're the two one of the two uh, uh, dudes that speak English on the in West Africa. Like not many West African countries speak English. They're all Frenchies. Well, you know, you guys probably know. So, so I like, uh, I was gonna ask uh, how did your move go? Yeah, so well, I did say I'm in Ottawa. We started on this and somehow we ended on New York <laughs> but like great <laughs> so uh yeah my uh, I I was gonna use movers okay and you know uh, I'm gonna pay for that I'm gonna do that because I was moving from Ottawa to Toronto that's a six hour drive and I'm like, you know what like I've been involved in a lot of moves in my university career. You know, it's like now I'm an adult, you know, why don't you get some professionals to do that? And like, you know, I was going to get some help as well in paying for the movers. So I was like, why not? And did the movers, booked them, paid a deposit. Everything was good day before. We did a check. I wake up day of 6.15 a.m., uh, I check my emails. So I wake up around like eight. I check my email at six fifteen a.m. I see you have received an interact e transfer <laughs> of my deposit. Of my deposit. You see, this is hilarious because this is the one one of the few times in my life I could have said, I swore I said, I don't fucking want my money. I just want you to move my shit. Keep the money. You never say keep the money, man. Never, never. <laughs> I was like, keep <laughs> the fucking cash. So essentially he sent me my cash back with an email and in the email was a screenshot. So I, at least I appreciate him making an effort to explain himself. And the email was like, I, I really, I'll send an email to the chat, but this is for like off, off air laughter. But he was the summary of it was he felt really bad for me. I'm like, what does that fucking do for me? Buddy? But <laughs> his, uh, well, apparently the driver was coming, was reporting for work, but the driver couldn't get the helper, the second man on. And then I think he texted a couple people and none of them wanted to come in for work. And the manager, I guess, or the dispatcher was like, that, I'm sorry that this has been a common theme for him, that, you know, the government is giving out free money and like no one wants to work again. So... You know, he's like, he's really sorry. Like, I didn't even bother emailing him back to ask what we schedule. I was just like, nah, man. Clearly, so you guys are going through some organizational issues. <laughs> workers, workers are living off the government here. <laughs> and you're disappointing boys at 6 a.m. in the morning. Well, men. Yeah, disappointing men at 6 a.m. in the morning. So essentially, I'm still in Ottawa. I've had to cook up a pseudo backup plan over the past 48 hours and uh yeah I, I should be on my way back tomorrow i should be on my way back
2: tomorrow. so where are you so, staying right now
1: fingers crossed, in my own 180 house. lees so yeah. huh? yeah, yeah 180 lees so like i'm well, Damn, yeah, man, well i guess you're cutting that
2: fucking close bro <laughs> like, like you really got <laughs> bro you really gotta fucking get out of your house tomorrow
1: yeah, so I mean, yeah, that was, the whole point was settle down and figure out a plan, right? So we got one, and then we're out. So Dope. yeah, thanks. I mean, if you to have out. to, bro, sack sack Arya's
2: couch, and then like just just lie to him, tell him like you are infected by the cushions. Like you need you need some
1: fucking. Don't, Sakya, don't... Will you buy me a new couch?
2: Yes. I <laughs> this advice. I'm, I'm not going to pay for the couch, but I'm giving you legal counsel, counsel right now, which could uh, potentially right, yield right. you a new couch. And that's the, That's the problem. Oh, you're, so. you're not you're not willing to pay into this investment. You just want the quick money. <laughs>
0: That couch is a heritage item. You can't just get rid of it like that.
2: Bro, you, you mean, it is item. not a heritage. You got it from fucking like Bad Boy or some shit, bro. <laughs> what do you mean a heritage? Ashley's. Ashley Home Furnishings. Okay, Thank you okay. very much. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know, what was what's Luke's thing about the couch. I'm just like I'm just trying to move my shit, okay? <laughs> this is, this is, we just need reliable movers <laughs> and we need reliable workforce and I guess we need Canada to start giving out free Probably. money too. But I don't know, I don't know where I stand on that because I received this free money. But <laughs> mm-hmm. what, do you, what do you guys think? I'm going political here.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um you know, okay, I me, never actually qualified wait, wait, for I'm sorry, two. let me pre-qualify this. Okay. okay. The, the conservatives came out and spoke out against this. they were like, "You fucking liberal, you know." They a actually, actually okay. D, you are right. No, like there was a lot of people who said this would
0: happen, and you know what? To their credit, to a certain extent, I was kind of one of them. Um, I was never, I was never on the train because I actually never qualified for Serb. Um, I just, I just because I didn't have a job before it happened, I was abroad, so like I just didn't qualify for it. Um, there was a I qualified for two. Yeah, so I qualified for the student one. The good thing about that one, though, it's like designed for students who are most likely already going to be unemployed, you know, like afterwards. And mm-hmm. and those ones were capped at four months. Like you just ah. couldn't get it for more than those four months. So there was a control on it. Serb mm-hmm. was just. It's still going Anything on. Anything goes. Yeah, exactly. It's still going on. Anything goes. Um, So for I never got emotionally attached to it for that reason. I was able to kind yeah. of look at it from more of a critical lens. Um I don't know. I, I mean, have mixed feelings about it.
1: I will say this. I will say this. Like the one thing we should notice about service is like CERB counts out. Like if you got a full year, like it, it rounds out to about 24 grand a year. Something like That's that. Lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot.
0: That's a lot, man, for doing nothing.
1: I mean, well, what's twenty-four grand gonna, gonna do for you? Is that is that minimum wage? Is, is that going like no? It's not than minimum. Wage. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm saying, no, like, people- it, I'm saying for
0: the for the for the value that was provided, that's a lot of money.
2: You know what I, mean. what I mean? Like to
0: just be given that cat, it's cash, right? Like yeah. if you, if you made no other money, right, you're in a very low tax bracket. I don't even know yeah. what the tax bracket is. If you, if you got it for half the year, you don't even pay any
1: I, tax I think it's, yeah, I'm saying the people that qualify for it. Were, in, were all like they needed it. Like I'm saying like they're already making pennies like for 24 grand to be able to be like, I'd rather get this than go out for work. How much were you making from work in a year? is my question. And how are you it. living?
0: Okay, understood. That makes sense. The, the, but the like, people I'm not who, for
1: the, it. This is context. I'm just saying the, the amount of people that might be on that side might not be significant enough in society, like significant enough to warrant this much attention is what I'm saying. But but this affects so me now.
0: My my main gripe wasn't even with the fact that it existed, you know, because I get it. It's like a tool. It's to, it's to help. You know what I mean? Like, I I, I totally understand. And you're right. Like, Think about most people right now who would prefer to take CERB over having a job is because their job is just not fruitful enough, right? So it's like, that speaks more to like, okay, why are we not paying people more versus like, why are we just doing this? Like, I get yeah. it. My main gripe was more so like the aftermath, you know, of the people who, there was a lot of people who qualified who just shouldn't have qualified, I think. Um, or Um, Or maybe not, but I don't know if you guys saw, but there was basically like, Petition going around. There was this whole movement to absolve the repayment of CERB for individuals who, upon further investigation, turned out that they did not qualify for CERB. Because, you know, all those people had to pay that government back. Okay. So instead of paying it back, instead they tried to lobby to have those debts absolved. And that was a. I don't know the exact number, but I think it was a significant amount. Obviously, it's an amount that would get yeah, know, let me ask you this. In, um, some sort of tax form throughout the years, but that was that was my biggest gripe with the way everything transpired over the past twelve months. What is the? That's
2: fair what enough. is the? Okay, I see what you're saying because again, like the 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 people who have to pay it back, they just literally didn't qualify for it. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a more complicated like social issue because I think like if you were to kind of deeply analyze why those people are petitioning for it is because like, not only do they lack like income, they also lack like the ability to just start putting themselves onto the right track to kind of like, you know, like building income, building savings and even paying that money back so they can start being productive. And like, I would say like one perspective is like, Okay, well, asking them to pay $8,000 is probably not – is going to, like, set them even further back from that. But I, like, kind of inherently disagree with, like, the whole, like, oh, CERB is – like, CERB shouldn't have happened, et cetera, et cetera. Because I feel like there's two ways to look at this, right? Is there, like, number one, should some form of government assistance should have come out? On that front, I think absolutely yes when COVID hit. Um, is CERB the best version of that? no. But like I feel like it's very easy to just criticize something because if it's in, because it's imperfect instead of like kind of looking at the root of why someone's putting something like that together, right? Like I don't think anyone would necessarily agree with the fact that it's better to just not have served than have served. And if people would agree with that, they're probably extremely privileged. Mm-hmm. like that's, that's just my perspective. Um, now is there like better way to offer government assistance? Absolutely. Like you could maybe try to sponsor industries to, reinvoke the economy, like start offering, like government assistance in that front, create like more additional jobs, like maybe invest into like free schooling so people can get better jobs, and then like kind of offer government assistance in that way. But again, things like that are really complicated. And COVID just hit. Like, there's no way for people to kind of take the time to develop a proper program. And I think it's very hard to say the easiest way is not to just give people who don't have jobs anymore money. Think it's easy and it's honestly pretty effective. Like I had serve, and I'm not on serve anymore, and I was pretty glad I got it. You know, so yeah, like I,
1: I had serve, not on serve anymore. Yeah. I was pretty glad I got it. Well, but that this doesn't bias my opinion. I, I will say this, like, well, I guess it does. Maybe I'm sorry. Let me don't, I don't talk too much. Like I wanted to say, like I, I spoke with people that live in other countries: Canada, U.S., U.K., um, Ireland uh parts of africa canada is pretty unique in serb right and everybody's like damn <laughs> canada a country that's working like that's always the reaction i've gone like on that side anytime i'm like oh there's like you know like it's always like it's always like and that's like a but like we live in the country and for sure i'm experiencing like it's funny i've, I've gone the ying and the yang survey <laughs> like it blessed me and now it's biting me in the ass and it's like all right fuck it but like i think like yeah ways it could have gone better in this scenario i would hope like the person the company moving companies like that like you should be able to not like report any employee or like you know you should like put something like in, like this man is on furlough here like he still has his job but he's picking shifts you know They're I mean? like some fired. shit like that like it might be hard to get it through but like a serb matter you know what i mean like because I mean, maybe I'm speaking like a fucking master master now, but you know.
0: Okay. <laughs> I would I would even say, so there's two things I want to say here to the point, and yeah. I tried to make this point a little bit earlier too, but I want to speak, I want to further on a point that Luke made, which was really important. It was like, okay, the government can do things other than just giving people money, you know, to kind of help things move forward, which they did, right? They did to a certain extent. Wage subsidies are still happening. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. there's a huge government wage subsidy program happening. Yeah. Um,
2: the issue with that is, you know, there's that.
0: obviously like some companies who will take advantage of that too. But, you know, the issue here is like the wage subsidy was put in place so people wouldn't have to rely on SERB, right? So it gives companies a little bit more flexibility in times where they're not making revenue to still uphold those certain wages that they wanted to give out. And even in certain cases, increase the wage of people who need it. You know, mm-hmm. it's like in a situation like your deep. D, I don't think the solution was to out the the employee i think the solution is why, why don't you just pay your employee a little bit more there's a wage subsidy program for you to be able to benefit from this mm. there's a reason that he's not coming into work or she's mm. not coming into work is because there's more value in just sitting around and getting money from the government and i think that's a labor issue ultimately yeah. i just that's, think that's, that's a labor valid issue. point people very, aren't, very people valid. aren't lazy like that people are opportunistic you know and it's like where the opportunity cost is heavier that's where they're going to end up so there is only one way to you know figure this out it's like rebalance right like who can give more opportunity you need to incentivize work pretty much better than the
1: government
0: like otherwise you're just not going to get anything done
1: yeah no no, i think i think that's a valid perspective and i'd say maybe the problem here or the issue here is you know, the, the standard for work has been set to a higher bar now and companies aren't like, you know, adjusting necessarily yet. Like servers made people know like, hey, man, you might be worth a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, facts, bro. It's yeah, expensive. expensive. It's expensive.
0: Yeah. It's yeah, harder yeah. To, to, you know, uphold that cost of living, you know, because that just keeps increasing exponentially. Yeah. Whereas, you know, wages and... And uh, other forms of income and subsidies, they tend to kind of just
1: increase. Much- and imagine this happening. in you know, you know what? I'm gonna say something. Provide some other perspective. Canadians are some fucking brats, aren't they? You oh, guys, okay. well, you guys know how I feel about like tip culture, and that's that's where that that comment comes from. I'm like, upon all of this, y'all niggas still gonna want like minimum. 20 oh, you think? you think uh, tip
0: culture is bad? Like here, like in the I states, think- it's even heavier.
1: Yeah, the same same heavy. shit. Both of you are just shades of each other's, and it's only in this bubble that that shit exists. And it's fucking so. It's like you guys are some sort. <laughs> now, hey, this don't take this wrong. Like I, I t- like I do, I do, I do what I do. Now, I was just like, yeah, you guys just need to know it's an only here thing. Like, charge what you cost. Don't don't guilt people into paying tip. Like, if you yeah. want to be paid more, increase the price. <laughs> you can do that. <laughs> It's definitely a culture awesome. thing. Like
0: you look at like Luke, uh, Will, and I. We went out to um, to Ichiran the other day. Okay. It's like this. You you know what Ichiran is? It's like this um, ramen place. Um, it's incredibly popular in Japan. It's like an OG spot. Um, and then like yeah, Will and Luke found it, and they were like, oh yeah, like this place is really cool. It's those places that have those uh, single booths. That you go and sit inside, and like okay. they just bring you the food. Like you don't really have to see anyone. It's very isolated. It's an experience, right? I'm sure you sure see it like on Instagram somewhere. Um, <laughs> but they have a no tipping culture, straight up. Like they have a no tipping policy. They won't actually even allow you to tip because that's the whole thing. Like back in Japan, it's like other parts of the world function more like Japan. I would say a majority of the world actually has no tipping policies. Yes, yeah, um, I'm saying sure it's a, this is a minority. Hair. This is a minor. I said China,
2: China. <laughs> Luke.
1: I'm so sorry. Is there is, there, is this tipping? Uh, I guess you're a Chinese correspondent here. It's, oh,
2: it's, I just uh, think this culture. is such you like a lazy China. comparison, bro. Like it just it just is. Like I just like okay. I I don't want to talk about the tipping culture thing over and over again because like the, at the end of the day, like sure the the problem is like the businesses aren't paying their people enough, but then it's just a cultural thing. Like the thing about like. Like, I haven't done enough research into this but like the whole thing about tipping is it kind of comes from a more privileged place. You know like you, do we tip in China? No. But like bro, most plate most restaurants in China can't survive. Like most restaurants in China can't hire a server. Like that's not that doesn't exist unless you're going to a fancy restaurant in China. Like every China every Chinese restaurant is family run. Every single piece of income that comes in is like going directly to the restaurant. There's no, like, workers and shit like that. And guess what? The servers there are children who work for free. So, I mean, on that front, like, what what kind of comparison is there to make, right? Like, is this a difference in...
1: Restaurants are the worst types of businesses in Canada as well, and most parts of the U.S. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, they're the least, like, efficient, cost-efficient businesses to run. Like, you guys went to... My point is, you know, like, I just think, like, you're,
2: like it's 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 literally like a social economic like difference like it's not just as simple as oh canadian restaurants are dicks and then they don't pay their servers enough like it's just literally like the like the economy and the social like way we operate is completely different across countries right like when you compare you know like like do they tip in europe i don't know i've never been to europe do they tip in europe okay so i guess that's like that's a more fair comparison right like that would be something that I think would be like interesting to explore. But like uh, at least another thing I know is like the the tax rate is way higher in Europe. So I you not know, It definitely <laughs> is.
0: Some some parts some part, No. Okay. Whoa whoa, 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 Because we're gonna take one step back here because like Europe is just a lot of different countries, and some of them have comparable tax rates tax rates to so Canada. On which ones are lower? Are higher tax rates to Canada. Okay. Uh, okay. okay. Like okay. for example, Spain is lower. Like a like on a state? European scale. Um, I'm not sure. Okay. I'm so not sure. I don't think I looked into that. But when I was there, because I was looking at, um, you know, like, you know, how much a place costs, I was just curious and things like that. Um, I ended up looking into the tax rates and they, they were comparable, probably like a slightly higher. Um, but I would say that the majority of those like, Really nice European countries that we see glamorized, uh, they tend to have much higher tax rates.
1: That's fair enough. <laughs> we'll leave the tipping alone.
0: We'll leave the tipping alone.
2: <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, <laughs> the, the, again, like, you know, right. like the whole like wage and like, man, like, you know, the whole like fucking like this whole conversation is just stemming from like, oh, like, like working and paying like fair like amounts, right? Like, I feel like, like, that's how we were talking about Sir, That's how we started talking about this fucking like dumbass like tax, tax shit. Like at the end of the day, you know, everything's like just a matter of supply and demand and marketability. It's like, why do people pay so much fucking money for diamonds? It's like, it literally makes no sense. Like the people who are extracting the raw material, they'll get paid shit. So should we not buy diamonds now? Because the, like the entire diamond shop is pretty much taking all the profit. Like, why don't people talk about that but oh no we gotta hate on the servers because you know they're college kids and we, we, they fucking want 20 percent. but what about fucking like, like crown jeweler down here in chinatown like no one's gonna fucking go shit on them like what about what about their workers bro like out in africa and shit like they they ain't getting pit fucking they ain't even getting tips like that's what i'm saying you know like like it's just easy for us to like fucking look at some things because we get to experience them but understand there's inequalities in literally every fucking industry like it's like the, the world is not a good place and it's not a bad place, it's a neutral place. And like people will get fucking taken advantage of in every industry. What about fucking like old, like old care homes? Those are like one of the most corrupt things. No one really fucking talks about it because most people don't have, like the most people don't have grandparents in homes. Like, again, like I'm just saying, like we always pick and True. choose. Like, oh, it's easy to blame the service. It's easy to say, oh, why is this bar charging me a $25 drink? But like, literally, if you look into any industry, you can shit on any industry. There's no good industry, including charities and philanthropy. That's even that's that's a whole nother level of corruption. You know what I mean? Like, so again, like uh, the reason I just want to make this statement right now is because we always fucking go back to this tipping thing. Like we talk about this once every four episodes, I swear. And in our own personal lives, we talk about it all the time, too. But again, there's just no, no such thing as good or bad. Like Itchy Run is not better these other restaurants because it's not accepting tip that's just the way it conducts business and keep this in mind they are profitable they would not not ask for tips if it wasn't profitable like every single thing is baked in like at the end of the day if a business isn't profitable it can't be sustained so there's no good or bad it's just there's just business you know
1: Kanye versus, went, what, what? <laughs>
2: Kanye
1: versus Drake. What? Kanye versus Drake. Let's go. You know where I stand. Where do you fucking Canadian Kanye versus- stand? Eh? <laughs> oh, did you listen to Donda? Did you listen to yeah, Donda? So this this actually leads Police. into my moving story a little bit. So okay, I get go. the text 6.15 a.m. about this. And like now like my mind is racing. Like In my head, I'm just like, you knew something was gonna happen. It was too good to be true. I open my laptop, I go on Twitter, Donda is out. Like, trust me, like that was probably one of the best things that could have happened to my day. And then like I just started playing it. Like I didn't even think about like what was going on for like an hour or two. And then I'm like, okay, fuck. And like when I after an hour or two, it was like 9 30, 10 a.m. still. So it's like, okay, now I'll figure out like what's going on. So yeah, I know I listened to it like you know, sonically, like, it's, it's it's a good album. It's a good album. It's a good album. Like, I'm enjoying it so far. I'm not going to say I anything too wild. I have
0: only gone through the first four songs, but I like it so far. I yeah. just need to, like, get a little bit more time to get used to I actually saw that he did not want it to be released. That yeah, Universal maybe. just did it without his, okay. And ironically, a day after that release, Drake announced Certified yes. Loverboy. Coming yeah, on Friday. So there was definitely a standoff happening. There was one. Yeah, 100%. there was
1: there was I mean they, they had like a little beef happening, but like how you guys feeling about CLB? I feel like I knew it was coming, but I kind of wasn't taking it as serious. Like I I'm excited for a Drake project as well, man. Like
0: Drake oh, well, always brings walk,
1: the tunes. Man
0: oh man I know like okay here's my thing about these two right like I'm listening to first of all like when I say like Kanye in this context I'm talking about like new age Kanye right like okay. old Kanye like you bump it at a party old yeah. Kanye you bump it on the street old Kanye you bump it you know when you're session no matter what right like it's all yeah. new Kanye is, is not for the party no. I would say new Kanye is not for the party he hasn't been for the party for the last like two albums I think
1: That's that's Um, a great great way to word that, yeah.
0: And it's fine, you know, because it's just like you just want to enjoy it in like a different light or something like that. You know, like it's more introspective. It's much more, uh, I think this is a good word to use. It's much more raw, I think. Mm -hmm. And like when I say much more raw, I'm not saying like, you know, it's better or worse. You know what I'm saying? Um, It's just like, it's... Like, I feel like Kanye is really just like spilling himself out there. Drake is a bit more manufactured, still like incredible, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's like, I know, like, there was a like the, it's just the production amount is much more evident than it was for, for, for Ye. Mm -hmm. And, that's the thing, because like I know that Ye still puts so much effort in, but he just like has this way of doing it where it's like, I don't give a fuck what you think, I don't give a fuck what you think, I don't give a fuck what you think. This is how I feel right now, and this is what I'm going to release, and then that's it, and that's said and done. Drake yeah. is much more of a people pleaser, you know, in mm-hmm. that regard. So I don't know how you guys feel about that. I think I
1: think that's a great way to describe it.
2: Um, so I have I have uh, actually a pretty distinct opinion on this in in a way in the sense of like I'm just gonna come out and say it just off the back and then I can kind of rationalize this afterwards um who is the better artist I think Kanye and it's not even like a question and who is the better musician for this era I would say it's Drake um the reason I kind of come up with those two specific answers is because Drake makes music for the wider audience. Obviously there were many times where Kanye kind of crossed that boundary and, you know, definitely get into a category and Kanye makes music for a big audience, but like, you know, like people in China can listen to like passion fruit and they'll, they'll like it. You know, it's very hard for maybe someone in China to listen to follow God Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, like no more power parties in LA and like songs like this, like it's a little bit more difficult. Um, but, and this That's is why I say Kanye true. is the better artist. I know, oh, I might get some serious shit for saying this. I don't necessarily know if someone like Drake will be remembered like 500 to 1000 years into the future. Because and the reason I say this is because a lot of it, a lot of his music has comparisons, you know. Certain albums are comparable to, you know, Caribbean songs. Certain albums are comparable to more Um, like actual rap and certain albums are considered more pop. But the thing is, when you look at it, each album kind of follows the flow of the current music scene. Like Drake kind of innovates the current music scene, but Kanye always makes these like albums that don't fit. Like not the Kanye has never released an album that fits in that specific era. And he's still, he still becomes extremely relevant. When you think about artists that are remembered, right? they're not remembered because they made things that appeal to the people of that time. And this is absolutely a fact. Like this is things we study in art school back when, you know, like I used to be like a artsy kid who was trying to like fucking do that shit. Um, these types of art pieces are remembered because Mm -hmm. number one, they're very unique and very fearless. And they kind of almost transcend like centuries. Like I don't feel like a song like Drake's views like that album was it was released at the perfect time and if you listen to it now it's a great album but it doesn't have the same impact as you listen to it back then um and again this is all my opinion right like beautiful yeah. twisted dark fantasy i personally feel like every time i listen to it i kind of have to listen to the full album and it, it continues to add additional layers mm. i don't necessarily think i can feel the same with drake and again bro i love drake and the other thing is i play drake way more than Kanye. just like how bro if i'm gonna like like how many times do I go to an art museum maybe like once a year at max but it's something that you know I'll keep going back to whereas like I'll have a phase in my life where I'm like oh I'm into paintballing right now and then like five years in the future I'll never do that like I'm probably gonna keep going to art museums you know for the rest of my life even though it's like a thing that I don't do all the time so better artists in my opinion Kanye not even a question and I'm not even looking at like the, the impacts he makes on fashion and other things um, better musician I think Drake
1: I love the way, and you, I got this connection. spoke about that, both of you spoken about that in just two very distinct but beautiful ways. Ari was about to go in, go, go ahead, I, I
0: yeah, I did I wasn't on board at the beginning, but you kind of won me over. By the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it, just because like I didn't like the fact that it was like obvious without a question. Because I, I, would say like yeah, you're even better, <laughs> artist, <laughs> you know what I mean. But I just didn't want to dismiss
2: Drake like that. I just thought he was Drake. Way too Drake free. doesn't need my dismissal, <laughs> bro. Like. Like Drake doesn't care about my dismissal. And neither does Kanye. to be fair. But like, you know, it doesn't like like you know what I mean? Like, I will talk shit about Drake and then play Drake five minutes later.
1: <laughs> I wanna I wanna ask an artsy question here. Both of you are artists, I, I am a musician, Luke uh, a painter. So someone is coming up with a concept project, right? And then one person is like, no album cover. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to hear some emojis <laughs> 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 which one this is beans bro this is beans, beans. <laughs> let's
2: go <laughs> okay well <laughs> is that what you love the last great, pro- last great project wasn't an emoji no did it
0: no, no, dude. Like, you, did you see his Instagram? Oh, he just bro, posted no, one. Wait, I, <laughs> I thought. Um,
2: wait, didn't we see that leaked album? Like, wasn't that going to be the cover art? You know, the one with the Drake and all those. Uh, in the in the no, flowers no, and all that, leaked, that shit. Uh,
0: no, the leaked album cover is just like.
2: Yeah, uh, like
0: that was probably just like some concept art. Bro, or like this that. man like, really was, like, probably paid like 10k for,
2: like, for that photo shoot, and he chooses an emoji for his album art. Are you fucking serious? <laughs>
1: You know it's constant. So yeah man, like I'm just seeing, but you guys give grades. I don't know. This is these are anonymous students. You don't know if this is Drake. This is Kanye.
0: Do you think Drake had to pay out royalties to Apple for the use of those emojis on his That's Apple? A good Question
1: actually. Yo, were those made by Apple? No, but different I think. styles. I think different emojis styles are style. like
0: open source. Different sales, right? um yeah. No, yeah. Oh. Emojis, emojis were done by Apple. Like those Apple specific, like the pregnant girl emoji. That's an Apple emoji.
1: Uh, like it's trademarked. Yeah, it's then right? you definitely yeah. had to. you definitely has to get that clear for that's, sure. For so sure. Crazy. That's so hey, fucking that, a nice little fucking you know, <laughs> arc to that. I mean, it was both concept art. I will say, I give, I give both of them like A's for concept.
0: You know, now that we're on the topic of this, like Drake versus Kanye <laughs> so, thing. I want to answer your question. Hmm. D, I prefer the black album art. Okay. Just for the sake of dexterity, I'll just say the pregnant emoji. <laughs> this is where
2: um,
0: <laughs> so I kind of wanted to bring something up, and then maybe this is just because I want to bring attention to this, but I think it's I think it's really important. Um, one of the big, like, the most jarring differences that I've seen, you know, in the style of which, like, Kanye you know, kind of conducts themselves versus Drake and in their relationship to their specific cities. Um, obviously, both of them do like wonderful things for their city. You know, they pour a lot of money back into the city, you know, whatever it is. Um, I look at it more from like a visual aspect, you know, kind of like a, an optics perspective, right? And I feel like I've flagged this to like Luke before. Um, and like I I've, I've brought this up in conversations with SD, maybe it was just like a long time ago, but you look at Kanye, right? You look at good music and you look at, you know, all the incredible artists that have come out of that and just the way that he's able to put, you know, other artists on blast without absorbing them completely. You know, he's he's able to just create fame for people and create, you know, perpetual success for so many um, just because that's who he is. And, you know, like that was to Luke's point, you know, like he's. That's, that's that's the sign of a great artist. Longevity. Creating music for eras to come, not the era that you're in. You know, and that way you're able to kind of gain influence and still maintain that. No matter what, even through his, like, or you want to call it downfall, quote-unquote downfall. That's just Kanye being Kanye. But I've all like, my biggest, and this is my biggest gripe with Drake. This is my biggest and probably, like, one of my only ones. But I feel like I haven't seen him, you know, willfully and hopefully support artists from the city as much as other artists do for their own respective cities you know like ovo is a vessel you know for his fame and, and his money you know and like i really maybe i don't even like saying this because i come across as a hater when i say it that's not true like i love drake you know what i mean I, like, I no, no, i'm just i'm being critical right because i want to see my city succeed um you know, we, Mississauga. we see, yeah, well, you know,
1: Mississauga, <laughs> <they're> not,
0: <laughs> I don't really care. I don't really care, <laughs> but you know, what I've seen, you know, at least in the scene, you can ask most people who, who, who live around here too, you know, they'll see a lot of uh, a lack of support. You know, let's just say, you know, between musical artists, um, that's starting to change. It's starting to get a lot better, but it used to like not be great at all. And I feel like Drake hasn't done much to mitigate that either. You know, like sure he'll post for a couple photo ops, but the opportunities he gives, you know, his fellow colleagues, you know, in the space, um, I feel like under OVO is just not great. Like his method is, I'm gonna buy your song. I'm gonna buy the rights to this. I'm gonna do this. You know what I mean? And then it's mine. You know, I mean? it, like yeah. you you won't be able to do much without being out from under my shadow you know it's like i'm pretty sure that was one of the reasons why the weekend left and did his own thing and he became insanely successful over it but you look at most others who just kind of like stayed under there you know either went independent or you know went with a with a drake like an ovo offer or something like that um they just couldn't climb as much and that's just because like their opportunities were a bit suppressed like when you sign on you know like your beats are taken from you when you sign on like there's only certain beats that are given to you and I don't know. This is just like mm-hmm. a gripe I've had with the way that he's conducted, you know, the musical business throughout the city, because I think that this city could be thriving a lot more than it is. You know, I think that it could be on levels of other cities. You just see the amount of talent coming through. I just don't see vessels for them. I don't see it. I just see one big canal and Drake's cargo ship is like blocking the whole way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. while we're on this topic, I want to flag that. I just want to see if you notice that, if you agree, disagree, whatever.
1: Um, Give you two cents. I'll, I'll say. I mean, like coming from outside, I was gonna say, "Oh, the weekend and Tory Lanez," but like you said it, like they had to get their stuff in spite of. Well, not like in spite of him, but like you know, you know, more with space yeah, fucking, in a way, you know. And, and and I think that's that's most likely a valid, most likely a valid claim. I, I wouldn't like I would I would defer to you on things like that. And you spoke about that like passionately, like it was something like you. Or someone close to you, you know, might have had some experience with. So I won't even deny that. You know, it's maybe Jake is not he's not that good a businessman, and he's good at you know being He's a Drake. great
0: businessman. That's the craziest thing. He's a great he's businessman. A great businessman. Oh, he's a great businessman. Oh, wow. <laughs> so Well, well that's, there's Drake. no other way you so, there's no other way you get this done without being a great businessman. Sorry, Luke.
2: Man, I and, and I think one of the other things that you can clearly see in terms of what Ari is talking about as well is, you know, Drake brands towards toronto a lot you know like i I, again like to be completely honest um i didn't really know much about kanye where he came from i didn't know about like how he traveled a lot when he was a kid like he lived in china for a bit until like you know a little bit like well into like really the fucking with his music you know, like you know Drake, and like he always talks about the six, like he always talks about OVO, like rep, and etc. Like he brands that way. He has his own brand that's OVO. Like he always like sells for that. I mean, Kanye's brand is so hard, man. Exactly, but the thing is, it's not for in a way Canada's advantage. You know what I mean? Like he says all this, but he's using it as a way to prop himself up. He uses it as a way to differentiate. It's like, hey. By the way, like I'm a cool guy and I also come from the biggest city in Canada. You got, you might hear about it. You know, people all like Canada. But you know, like what That's I mean, Like, what's the actual practical cultural impact he makes? And of course, he comes and has concerts. He has quote unquote artists underneath them, but we never really see them kind of make it in terms of like at least the status that he's able to provide. You know. I personally feel like, um, you know, he talked, Ari uh, talked about Kanye, but like a lot of other artists and that kind of same thing, Jay Cole, um, Jay Z, a lot of these other people, you know, lots of people under the label. Like we always talk about how, like, oh, Jay, Jed, like he's up next. Someone like Corday wants to go to Dreamville, and why is that? It's because there's a system to kind of support. Like it's like it's almost, I don't know if this is like cheesy, but like it's almost like dreamville and like all these other labels are like the spurs It's like people want to go there to develop like they want to go there to play and get better and like learn the system like be a part of that team whereas you know like like ovo is more akin to like lebron just shopping for people to be in cleveland and it's like once that's done you know once he gets that ship we move that was beautiful. we move forward you know that what was i mean beautiful so I mean, it's ironic because you don't see Kanye brand towards his hometown and all these things as often, but I truly believe that the actual impact he's made on the people under his label, you know, for example, him wanting to sell Yeezys through the Gap brand, like all these other things, I think it really kind of shows a different character. Obviously, I don't think this is something we'll address today, but like, I don't always agree with some of Kanye's antics, you know, like, I I personally, I'm one of those people that believe that to a very large degree, you can... Remove the artist away from their art, yeah. um, and I can personally enjoy it. But um, we won't get into that. Situation. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I was
1: applauding because of your basketball references. That was incredible. That um, was so like, well done. I'm, I'm so so impressed. I'm so impressed. I'm, like, so impressed. Like, I'm so impressed, as well. <laughs> Like, audience doesn't know Luke is not the biggest basketball fan. He just does it because he loves us. <laughs> but like, that was great, that, though. That, that was like so perfectly done. Like, come on! Like, I gotta give it up to you, man. That was yeah, you need great use of basketball to make a metaphor. Like,
0: so <laughs> I think uh, we should probably end it off on this really, really high note. Oh yeah,
2: but I think it is. I think it is.
0: Yeah, it's getting me. around time, um, so we'll just get into our community highlights because we didn't do any music last week, so now is a good time to catch up. Um,
1: so, who would like to go first? I'll start. I'll start and, and yeah, cause I had a community highlight last week, so I have a couple albums to recommend. So first one, I'm not I'm kind of probably a little bit late on this train. I don't know if you guys know Dermot Kennedy. Okay, so no. Okay, all right. He's he's an Irish dude. He might be the next Ed Sheeran, even though Ed Sheeran is still out here kicking. But like 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 what I mean, like the emo, the raw the raw vocal skill the lyrics are there Love that. it was just, yeah he has he has a single everybody's probably heard power over me um but like pop I, I don't I guess you call it pop I guess I don't know but like emo pop let's see what what Apple music puts it yeah it's pop but yeah Denmark Kennedy without fair the album definitely go check that out like that's my first recommendation uh second one is uh the water and Gary EP. By Tiwa Savage, Tiwa Savage is like the she's like the biggest female artist in like Nigeria slash Africa. A little bit like the Beyonce, a little bit, a little bit. Like she's she's not as yeah she's like she's like up there, up there. Just two of them that are up there, and like the other is Yemi Alade, e. but Tiwa Savage is up there. She dropped the Gary what's Gary EP. She got Nas on there on the really like you know eerie record. It's pretty dope. And then she has a song with Brandy as well. She got a song with Amare. That's a favorite. So I'd say check out Somebody's Son with Brandy. Check out Tales by Moonlight with Ama Ray. And then check out the first song with Nas as well. It's a pretty eerie song. Eerie vibe is pretty dope. Ooh, Wizkid dropped the Deluxe for his Made in Lagos album. He dropped like four more. Well, he got the remix of Bieber. So he dropped like four more songs. So yeah, keeps pointing Wizkid people. Yeah, he, he's doing bits. He's going to be on tour soon, apparently. And then uh, finally, yeah, Donda, Donda, Donda Kanye West dope album. Go check it out. Twenty seven. I think still. we'll
0: we'll have to have an episode on with Ola soon enough to just like unwrap that whole thing. <laughs> accurate, <laughs> accurate. <laughs> uh, Luke.
2: Um. Honestly, not too many new music recommendations. Um. Uh, I guess one of the. Oh, shit. Okay. First of all, we have to buy tickets for St. John. But, um, surprise. The. Uh, we we got some tickets to see Anders. I know you probably haven't really heard of his music, but, like, he's in our playlist. Mm -hmm. So we're going to go see him in December. We got four tickets. So we're going to find one more person to take. Um, so, you know, I'll I'll plug one of his songs that we probably don't have on his playlist. Um, actually, it's already on the playlist, but fuck it. I'm going to plug it again. I like, uh, I really like, um, I think it's December by Anders. Uh Like I said, some more emo shit. I think it's featuring Lucas. So um, plug that song. I want to plug in a manga I've been reading on the train when we go downtown, which is called Ajin. Um, and, oh, I also want to plug a TV show. Oh, fuck. This is what you Let's get for go. letting me go first. Uh, go. Our boy William has shown us this show. It's on HBO. It's called Mayor of Easttown. Pretty fucking fire! I think we're four or five episodes in right now. Five episodes in yeah, now, I think. Yeah. Um, so we'll we'll see how this wraps up. It's pretty short, you know, seven episodes, one hour each. So you know, you could kill it in a weekend easily.
0: Yes, the mayor of Easttown is. You know, we've been so. No, it's spoiled. just mayor. It's just mayor. You no, know, it's mayor of Easttown.
2: Yeah, it's not the
0: mayor of Easttown. Oh, like oh. Mayor of Maine. Easttown. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but uh, we've been pretty spoiled because we've had HBO Max for the past like week and a half. That's been like really, really good. They have like uh, hubs, you know, they have like uh, uh, Adult Swim. So they have like all the Rick and Morty stuff. They have like Studio Ghibli. They have, what was that other anime uh, thing that they have? Crunchyroll. They have a Crunchyroll hub. Um, It's pretty cool, yo. Shout out HBO Max, yo. If you're listening, you know, um, come to Canada. Yeah, we're trending dang, you know what I'm saying? So uh, help us out. But okay, I only got like four songs um, on the records. So the first one is uh, Rhythm Kitchen. Uh, Rare Americans are like a rock band. Uh, But D Smoke is on this track. And uh, it's actually a really interesting mix. Luke, I feel like you would like this song a lot. Um, Reminded me of you a little bit when I was listening to it. But um, it just has like a lot of different melodies let's just say that Uh, very interesting Um, the other one that I wanted to recommend and I haven't recommended this dude in a while I used to listen to him a lot Uh, not as much no more but uh, Joiner Lucas and Lil TJ dropped the track um, Dreams Unfold Um, so definitely go check that out if you haven't already it's just like you know like I don't know you guys listen to Joiner Lucas too much yeah, I fucked with uh, his
1: ADHD album, I believe. Yeah,
0: he's just really gritty. You know, he's, he's really gritty. Uh, it's all about the lyrics, it's all about the bars. You know, but you can just tell, you know, like where he's coming from, from, from that side of things. Um, so the second last one is my favorite recommendation so far. Uh, this is a remix of "Earth, Wind, of Fire."s You want my love, but lucky day is singing this. Um, and I don't know if you guys remember, but I actually recommended a song that Lucky Day remixed a while ago um, from Marvin Gaye. Uh, I forget which one it was. Specific. No, it wasn't Marvin Gaye. It was it was something else. But um, Lucky Day's been doing a lot of Andy these Wonder? recently. Pardon? Was it Stevie Wonder? No, Pro- Maybe Stevie Wonder. I don't know. One of those. Nice. Um, but he's been doing a lot of this recently. And I was... Really impressed with this track. It was just like really, really groovy. Um, and then finally, um, when we move, uh, this is a track with Common. I always recommend a Common song. I love that dude. Shout out
1: Chicago. We were talking about Kanye I've West heard too. about that. I heard that song uh, with uh, Black Thought.
0: Yeah, Black Thought and um mm-hmm. Sion Kuti. Siyun Kuti. Yeah. Kuti. Yeah, yeah. Something yeah, like yeah. that. I, yeah, I heard that like. Um, um, show season. Yeah,
1: yeah. Fuck with
0: yeah, yeah. so I think it was released as a single, but I'm pretty sure it's like an EP. Um, like, what do you say the track that I was recommending like months ago, that's, that one was also on it. Plus like one more. Um, so yeah, those are my recommendations. Um, and this was a thorough episode. Um, thanks everyone for joining us. This is uh, our last episode out of uh, New York. So we're coming back on Saturday. We're gonna be back in the in the city. We're gonna be uh, back to the regular flow of things. Um, Summer's coming to an end, ladies and gentlemen. So make sure you enjoy this time while it lasts. You know, seasons come and go, things change. You know, people evolve, but every year that passes is another benchmark to just like try and do better and be better and just enjoy what we have and what we've experienced. So, um, what we're appreciative of and what we're grateful for is everyone listening. So until next time, one love. One love.